Greetings and welcome to the Mount Calvary Nation podcast hosted by Mount Calvary Baptist Church in Dayton, Ohio, where our pastor is the Reverend S.N. Winston Jr. We thank you for joining us and hope that this episode blesses you.
Come on, rejoice and again I say. Come on and rejoice. After the seventh time of them walking around, what did they do? They shouted unto the Lord. And when they did, the wall came tumbling down. So if you got to shout, come on and open that your mouth. Whatever it is, if you need sickness to fall, come on and open up your mouth. If you need poverty to fall, come on and open up your mouth. Whatever you need, I dare you to give it praise. Every war that was won was won by the praise and the praiser. They were the first ones to go out. And so if you're a praiser and you know that you have power in your praise, I dare you to open up your mouth. Give God all the praise. I said give God all the praise. I know we got to go into baptism, but that's victory in itself. Somebody's coming to the Lord Jesus Christ. And that's enough. If you can't see anything visible and tangible, just know that God has saved another soul. And that's... Hey! He won again! Come on, tell your neighbor, say, He won again! I know you're saying that you got your mask on, but just tell him, He won again! Oh, he won again. I said he won again. Don't let what's in front of you fool you. Because he's already won. No matter what you face, he's already solved the problem. Deacon Burks, I know you know that he's won again. The devil thought he had him. Come on, you ought to praise him. Clap your hands and give him praise. church and may all God's blessings be upon all who are present and those who are joining us virtually as well. The Phoebe ministry welcomes you to witness the transformational power of salvation. Romans 6:4 states, therefore we are buried with him by baptism into death that like as Christ was raised up from the dead by the glory of the Father, even so, we also should walk in newness of life. My name is Teresa Mack, and this is our candidate for baptism, Deja Robinson. Amen. Based upon your profession of the faith in the Lord Jesus Christ, I baptize you now, my sister, 
in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost. Let the church say amen. nation and friends. Grace, is that Miss Vicky's voice out here? Happy belated birthday, Miss Vicky. <laughs> Grace to you and peace from God our Father and from the Lord Jesus the Christ. Thank you. Blessed be God who has blessed us with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. And then he seated us in heavenly places right next to those spiritual blessings. You all have a seat. God bless you. Welcome to everybody who is here in the building. We are so glad that you've chosen to worship in person with us. And for those who are joining us virtually, welcome to you as well, to the e-congregation. We are grateful that we are able, uh, even the pandemic is not over, uh, but we're able to worship together virtually. We're grateful to God for the technology that allows us to worship together and for the people behind the technology who make it possible for us to come together every week. God bless you and welcome. Let me make a few observations at this point. Uh, let me see. Marley Heflin, are you in the room? Stand up, Miss Marley Heflin. Your parents are so proud of you. Uh, what, what, grade are, what grade are you in, Marley? Ninth grade at what school? You're going to ninth grade where? At Decca High School. All right. Uh, Marley's going to the ninth grade. I got a text from her dad um, with all your grades on it. Language Arts A+, Language Arts 2A, Math A+, Science A+, Social Studies A+, Personal Finance A+. Nicely done, Miss Marley. Good job, good job. Where's your family, Miss Marley? <laughs> Congrats. Congrats. Good. Um, make sure that you plan to, uh, to be here or to tune in on the fourth Sunday in this month. Um, the children are going to be in charge of our worship. We're excited about that. Um, Dr. Cookie has, um, Dr. Cookie retired, you all know that, when she had the baby a few months ago, and Minister Ashley has, um, has agreed to uh, serve as interim children's ministry director, and I would that you would keep her and her team in your prayers as they attempt to, uh, to minister effectively to our children. But fourth Sunday this month, the children are going to be in charge. Um, I do want to uh, just point out that uh, this past Friday, 17 years ago, my wife and I said, I do. Uh, 
grateful to God for the grace gift that she is. Um, we do have a card of thanks from uh, from Miss Cookie, uh, Deaconess Cookie McCluskey, to, to the Mount Calvary, to my Mount Calvary family. Thanks for your prayers, cards, and love that you gave during the passing of my mama. Just know that my family and I appreciate you to the highest. Love you all. Certainly, let's keep that family in our prayers. Uh, July 17th, when is that, Miss? Uh, that's next Sunday? Yeah, next Sunday, uh, next Saturday, July 17th, uh, there will be a drive-through relocation celebration for, uh, for soon-to-be Dr. Tracy Ross. Are you here, uh, soon-to-be Dr. Tracy? All right. Uh, it's going to be from 4 to 6 p.m. here in the church parking lot. Um, just to say thank you, Ms. Tracy has has served in several areas of ministry in the Mount Calvary family, and she is relocating, going back home to the Houston area, and we just want to wish her well. Uh, for those who are not able to her to attend, her cash app is dollar sign Queenie, Q U E E N I E, eight eight eight. All right. That is on next Saturday. Then next Sunday, uh, the 18th, Taria, is Taria here today? No, Taria's not here. What about Riley, Manuel? She's not here. Oh, gotcha. Yes, ma'am. Um, we hear them all into the night. Uh, there's a drill team that two of our members are members of, uh, Taria Cooper and Riley Manuel, and they practice here on the church parking lot. We can hear them uh, within a mile radius. We love it. Um, but they are members of RP's Blazing Stars. It is a drill team. As a matter of fact, RP is one of ours too, right? Uh, Ryan, pardon me, Ryan Phillips. Um, and they are having a fundraiser right next door. Uh, at Northwest Plaza next Sunday uh, from noon until they run out of food. They'll have fried fish, fried chicken, green beans, macaroni and cheese, rolls, and a drink. You can get um, either $10 or $12 the dinners will be, but come and uh, plan to support our own next week as, uh, as they attempt to be a positive light in our community. Cheryl Kidd, are you here? You got a birthday today? Happy birthday to you, ma'am. And, um, and one of our faithful uh, e-watchers, Mark Winston Jr., if you're watching in Maryland, happy birthday to you, sir. Good. We do want to today celebrate those who have, uh, who have graduated from high school or college or trade school or university who are members of the Mount Calvary family. Let's thank God for all of our graduates. Um, this year and last year, our celebration has been a bit muted um, just because of the situation that we're in, but we wanted to make sure that our graduates know that we are proud of them and that we wish them well with whatever is next. Um, and so I know some of them are here today. 
and I want us to recognize them My, uh, my hands are not covered, but I figured that uh, you won't mind taking an envelope with money in it from uncovered hands. Uh, come on, brother. I watched them. Let's see. When I call your name, if you can come, and, uh, and I have a gift for you from the Mount Calvary family, and let us recognize you. First, our high school graduates. Kingston Collins, who graduated from the Belmont High School. Congratulations. Yes, ma'am. Where's your family, Miss Kingston? Congrats. Uh, Kaylin Scott graduated from Walter E. Stebbins High School. Congrats. Where's your family, Miss Kaylin? Congrats, y'all. Myron Searles. Is Myron here? Nope. All right. He graduated also from the Belmont High School. Bryson Terrell. Bryson's not here. He graduated from the Fairfield High School. The following people graduated from college or university, Crystal Dennis. Congrats, ma'am. Congrats. Where's your family, Miss Dennis? Congratulations. Reagan Jackson from the Central. Oh, I'm sorry. Crystal graduated from Wright State University. Reagan Jackson from the Central State University. Congrats. Yes, ma'am. Where's your family, Miss Reagan? Congrats. Ashley Miller graduated from the University of Dayton. Are you here, Ashley? All right. Marquita Mills graduated from Central State University. Is Marquita here? And Aaliyah Nellums graduated from University of the Arts. Aaliyah? The following people have graduated from graduate school. Miss Kalila Forte graduated from DeVry Keller Graduate School of Management. Congratulations. Yes, ma'am. Where's your family, Miss Kalila? Congrats. And uh, Dr. Ulysses Grant Gardner Jr. graduated from the Wright State University Boonshoft School of Medicine. Congrats, Dr. Gardner. Yes, sir. Where's your family, sir? All right. Good. Let's thank God for all of our for all of our graduates. Congratulations to them. Um, and we didn't get the name but uh, Hafiza Hickman, one of our newer members. Are you here, Ms. Hafiza? No? Okay. Uh, she graduated from, from the Central State University with a degree in social work.
good. Let me uh, let me just say uh, one word um, of pastoral prerogative. I noticed that um, none of the graduates from college, uh, other than medical school, none of the graduates were males, and uh, and I would be. Uh, I'd be dishonest if I didn't if I if I said it didn't bother me, and it should bother all of us. Um, brothers and sisters, I don't know what we need to do, but we need to figure something out so that we get our young men, our young boys, into and finished with college and trade school. And I get it. I understand it. Not everybody's going to college. I get it. Not everybody is going to, uh, to university. I understand that. But somebody, right? Somebody should be. Because there are careers that are requiring them. Do you understand that over your working life, you are liable, statistically, this is numbers, this ain't feelings, this is numbers, that you'll make about a million dollars more with a college degree over your working life than you will make without one, right? Um, and I, I just want to say that I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do, but we got to do something because doing nothing isn't working, okay? Um, so if you, you've got some ideas, I'll hear them. Email me, samuelwinston at yahoo.com. Um, but something something needs to be done. And if they're not going to college, then let's get them in apprenticeships. Let's get them in trade schools, right? Um, but th here's the thing. Finish something. Finish something. Okay? Don't just start. Finish. All right? And we will, we'll, listen, we'll be here. If we, gotta, if we have to sell, uh, if, listen, if we got to sell stuff to help you pay that bill, Right, if we'll, if we have to provi provide a place for you to study, whatever we need to do, we'll help you to get through. But you need to get through. You need to get through, and it can't just be our young ladies. I'm so proud of them, but it can't just be them. It can't. It can't, or we're in trouble, y'all. Thank you for uh, indulging me. All right. Um, music ministry, y'all can come and make them feel better. <laughs> oh, thank you, Dr. Elder. Thank you for this text. Um, I almost forgot, and this is, this is really important, and as the president, I'm sure supposed to do it. Listen, uh, Ohio Baptist General Convention Congress of Christian Education. Our education department is having its uh, Congress beginning next week. Uh, you have until the 15th um, you have until the 15th to get registered. Mount Calvary has paid to register. You don't have to pay anything. All you have to do is go online and fill out the registration form, pick your class, pick the classes you want to attend, and, uh, and you can attend those classes. All of the classes this year are virtual. They are online. Uh, OBGC1896.org is the website. OBGC1896.org. 
org. I will ask Miss Tracy if we can get that link on our website and we'll get it on the Facebook page. We'll, we'll put a link to it so that you can go and get registered for the classes. There are some good classes uh, that you should consider attending. It starts, uh, it starts next week. Then uh, on Wednesday of next week, as part of that Congress, the Congress president, the leader of our Congress, will be giving his address on Wednesday night at the Shiloh Baptist Church on Fairbanks Avenue. And, uh, and I asked him, everything else is virtual for the week. He wanted to do all the classes virtual. I told him that was fine. But I asked him to do his address in person um, so that at least the Dayton people could come and support. And, uh, and I told him, even if it's just him, me, and Mount Calvary, you'll have some support. Uh, on next Wednesday night at the Shiloh Church at 7 o'clock. So if you, if you have that time available, uh, would you please come to 3801, I think is the address, Fairbanks Avenue uh, for Dr. Marcetis Cunningham's address to support him uh, in person as the Congress is going to be virtual. If you have any questions about it, call the church office. We'll answer any questions that, uh, that we can. All right, God bless you. Thank you. doors that I cannot see Jesus will Jesus will oh who will make all my decisions for me Jesus will, Jesus will, oh, say, who opens doors that I, that I cannot see, Jesus will, Jesus will, Jesus will. Will make all my decisions. Will make all my decisions for me. For me. Jesus, Jesus will. Jesus will. Jesus will. Ha. Say when I'm in trouble. Oh, oh, oh. 
sing with us out. Say, when I'm in trouble.
Thanks be to God who gives us victory. He who is able to do exceeding above, exceeding abundantly above all we can ask or think. Thank God Jesus will. Matthew 5 is where we're going. Matthew 5. I signed a Bible for our baptism candidate. You've got it already? All right, good, good, good. Um, tell me your name one more time. Deja. Mount Calvary, welcome Deja to the Mount Calvary family. And more importantly, to the family of God through Jesus Christ. Best decision you'll ever make. Best decision you'll ever make. Um, uh, Reverend Barry Wilson, uh, 40 years ago today, did his trial sermon under my father. 40 years of preaching the gospel. Praise God. Starting at verse 13 is where we're going to begin. And uh, Mountain Media, I think you all have the NIV version. I apologize. I actually meant to say King James, but that's all right. I'll just read it off the screen. We'll check my eyesight this morning. Matthew chapter 5 at verse 13. Oh, y'all are quick. Let's look at you. From the King James Version, here's what it says. Ye are the salt of the earth, but if the salt have lost his savor, wherewith shall it be salted? It is thenceforth good for nothing but to be cast out and to be trodden under foot of men. Verse 14, ye are the light of the world. A city that is set on an hill cannot be hid. Neither do men light a candle and put it under a bushel, but on a candlestick, and it giveth light unto all that are in the house. Verse 16, let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify your Father which is in heaven. Verses 13 through 16 of Matthew chapter 5. You may be seated. And as you're being seated, this passage I really like from the message translation. Here's what it says. Let me tell you why you are here. You're here to be salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors of the earth. If you lose your saltiness, how will people taste godliness? You've lost your usefulness and you will end up in the garbage. Here's another way to put it. You're here to be the light, bringing out the God colors in the world. God is not a secret to be kept. We're going public with this, as public as a city on a hill. If I make you light bearers, you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket, do you? I'm putting you on a light stand. Now that I've put you there on a hilltop, on a light stand, shine. Keep open house. Be generous with your lives. By opening up to others, you'll prompt people to open up with God, this generous Father in heaven. 
Matthew 5, 13 through 16 from the Message Bible. Uh, before I forget it, um, I, I did forget to mention our own minister, Christopher McClure, serves as the Youth and Young Adult Auxiliary President for the Ohio Baptist General Convention, and his address is going to be on next Tuesday night. On next Tuesday night, make sure you tune in uh, to the OBGC website, to the Facebook page, Mount Calvary Facebook page or OBGC Facebook page uh, to support our own Minister Christopher McClure next Tuesday night. Uh, they're going to be recording it here this Friday night. They're going to be recording it here this Friday night, uh, and I'm sure if you want to come on in the sanctuary while they're uh, recording it, um, they won't. He won't mind um, not having to preach to an empty sanctuary uh, this Friday. But certainly tune in next Tuesday night, seven o'clock, for uh, the Youth and Young Adult President address. Let me say as a proud pastor this morning, congratulations to all of the graduates, the ones who are here in the sanctuary and the ones who are watching online, the graduates within the Mount Calvary Nation. Whether from high school with a diploma or from trade school or whether you've earned an associate's degree or an undergraduate degree from a college or a university or your master's degree or a doctorate degree, whatever it is, you've done it. By God's grace, with the support of family and friends, through hard work and perseverance, you have completed another step in your journey and your church family celebrates and congratulates you. And I do want to encourage you today from Matthew chapter 5, because here in this passage, Jesus is preaching. This is what is commonly referred to as the Sermon on the Mount. It is the longest discourse that we have of Jesus is on record there have been multitudes following him but he goes up on a mountain and he calls his disciples and begins to preach to them he is preaching about what kingdom life and kingdom character looks like he starts out with uh, what we call the beatitudes if you've ever heard that what our attitudes ought to be like and the blessings that come with it. But I want to focus on the portion of Jesus' sermon that was read in your hearing today, verses 13 through 16, because what the master gives us here, what the master teacher gives us here are some truths that I believe are appropriate not only for graduates to hear and understand, but for anybody who considers themselves a disciple, a student of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I want to speak from just a little bit um, today. I don't intend to be long, but I want to talk from this subject, shine on. Would you say that with me, shine on? There are a couple of truths here that Jesus illuminates uh, as we are to shine on in order for God to get the glory, right? Let your light so shine before men that they'll see your good, they'll see your good works, but God gets the glory. Uh, Jesus begins this portion of the sermon by reminding his disciples, his students, of who they are. Uh, and that is their identity. And that's our first stopping point. Apparently, it is important to the master that his pupils, that his students 
understand their true identity. They got to grasp the concept of who they are before they can fully uh, understand what they are to do. I have said it before, their purpose is tied to their identity. Their assignment is tied to their identity. Their destiny is tied to their identity. Their authority is tied to their identity. Their direction is tied to their identity. Their function, their mission. In order for the disciples to do what he is calling them to do, they must first learn who they are. Truthfully, that explains why so many people are living beneath who they are so many sadly don't know their calling don't understand their assignment don't know who we are we're content to live like who we are not because we don't know who we are but saints of God if we're going to live lives that glorify God if we're going to shine in this dark world we have to know first of all who we are in Christ and so Jesus begins by telling them you are the salt of the earth as the message Bible puts it you are to bring salt seasoning that brings out the God flavors of the earth I love the way the message Bible puts that because salt when used properly does not make stuff taste salty salt does not bring attention to the salt if when you taste something you taste salt it's not seasoned right but seasoned right it brings out the flavors that are already in the dish likewise as salt we are not called to bring attention to ourselves, but we are called rather to bring out the God flavors of the earth. Salt seasons, salt preserves, it purifies. And Jesus tells his disciples, you are salt. You are what the kingdom has here on earth to make a difference. Every culture, every nation, every system, every arena ought to be affected by the presence of his salty disciples. Graduates, God has graced you with this accomplishment, but make no mistake, you have a responsibility to affect whatever arena you are headed to next. If it's more schooling, if it's trade school, if it's college or graduate school, whatever you're going to ought to be affected by your presence. Dr. Grant, if it's a residency, your patients, the other doctors and the hospital staff ought to be affected by your presence. Are you starting a new job? Are you getting a promotion? The whole place ought to be affected by the presence of salty saints. Everywhere we go, whatever we do, if we're grocery shopping, Gym City Market ought to be affected because we shop there. If we're working out, Premier Fitness ought to be affected because we work out there. Our neighborhood should be affected because we live there. We are the salt of the earth. And what I notice about salt is that salt just has to be what it is. Salt is not about doing. Salt is just about being. Salt's value is in what it is, not what it does. Salt seasons and preserves based on what's in it. And because of what it is, it seasons everything around it. And Jesus says to his disciples, you 
are. He doesn't say become salt. He doesn't say try to be salty. He doesn't say you got to work to get salty. He says you already are. We just need to learn, saints of God, to be okay with who we are. You don't believe me? For most of us, from the time we are conscious enough to start making our own decisions, we're trying to be somebody else. Y'all don't believe me? That's why little girls with kinky hair put towels and heat on their head so they can have long flowy hair. I'm not trying to bother nobody. That's why people with dark skin want to lighten it. People with light skin want to tan it. People with thick lips want thin lips. People with thin lips inject poison in their lips so they can be bigger. Short kids want to be taller. Tall kids have bad posture because they're trying to make themselves look shorter. So they won't tower so much over the other kids in class. But how much happier would we be if we would learn to just be who we are? What a better place. And church, we're salt. We are, the salt. we are the salt of the earth. We're not like everybody else. We can't be like everybody else. You are not just graduates like everybody else. There is something different about you. We're salt. All I'm trying to say is, let's be who we are. Let's be holy because God is holy. Let's be set apart. It's okay to be different. It's okay to be the child of the king. Be the peacemaker. Be the holy nation. Be the royal priesthood. Be the called out ones. You are not like everybody else. You don't respond to stuff like everybody else. You don't look like everybody else. You don't act like everybody else. The Bible says it this way. If any man be in Christ, he is a new creature. All things are passed away. Behold, all things are become new. Just be who you are. 1 Corinthians 6, 11 says you are washed, you are sanctified, you are justified. Just be who you are. Romans 6 says you are free from sin. Just be who you are. Ephesians 1, 6 says you're accepted. Just be who you are. 1 Corinthians 6, 19 says you are the temple of the Holy Ghost. So just be who you are. Galatians 4, 7 says you're not a slave. You're a child of the king and an heir. Just be who you are. First, uh, Ephesians 1, 3 says you have been blessed with every spiritual blessing in heavenly places in Christ. Just be who you are. Ephesians 1, 13 says you've been sealed with the Holy Ghost. Just be who you are. Ephesians 2, 10 says you are God's workmanship created for good works. Just be who you are. Psalm 139 14 says you are fearfully and wonderfully made just be who you are you're the salt of the earth not only that Christ further explains the identity of his disciples by saying not only are you salt but you're light John 8 Jesus said I am the light of the world but then right here in this sermon, he says to his disciples, you are the light of the world. You see, if 
we have accepted Jesus, it makes perfect sense. If we have accepted Jesus, he lives inside of us. And if the light of the world lives in us, how could we be anything else? It's like the sun and the moon. The sun is so bright that even when it goes down and this part of the earth is dark, there is a moon that reflects the light from the sun. The sun is not dead. The sun has not stopped shining. It is simply someplace we can't see. But we know it's still around because the moon lights up the night sky the light from the sun. One day, Jesus left the earth and he's gone to a place where men can't see. He's not dead. He hasn't stopped shining. But the only way that anybody will know that he's still alive is that we act like the moons and reflect the light from the S-O-N, from the sun. Jesus says, your light is like a city that's set on a hill. It can't be hidden. Did you hear that? Did you hear that, graduates? Did you hear that, saints? There may be some obstacles that the devil tries to put in your way to block your light, but you are like a city on a hill and your light will not be hidden. Oh, people have tried. 250 years of oppressive American slavery, they tried. And the genocide that followed has tried to stifle your light, but your light will not be hidden. Let me just be for real. Roe versus Wade tried to stifle your light. More African Americans have died from abortion than from AIDS, accidents, violent crimes, cancer, and heart disease combined. And in America, I'm going to tell the truth, in America today, a black child is three times more likely to be killed in the womb than a white child. But it didn't stop you. Your light cannot be hidden. I'm going to say it. Whether you know it or not, Planned Parenthood tried to stifle your light. Margaret Sanger, who founded Planned Parenthood, was active with the Ku Klux Klan. And when she referred to immigrants and black people and poor people, she called us, and I quote, human weeds, reckless breeders who were spawning human beings who never should have been born. But you just graduated. She couldn't stop your shine. Then after our children get here, this world wants to medicate our young boys until they are zombie-like creatures because they don't know how to handle them, trying to stifle their light. But God made you light, and you are sitting here today because the devil couldn't stop your shine. Some of you have persevered in spite of some situations that, have, that would have made the rest of us throw in the towel, but you're still here. Some of you have had to fight through some things that would have made the rest of us lose our minds but you're still here the good news is God brought you through it and your light is still burning as a matter of fact even when you blew it and tried to hide the light God had mercy and gave you another chance your light cannot be hidden that's grace that's grace 
Once again, let me borrow from the Message Bible. You're here to be light bringing out the God colors in the world God is not a secret to be kept we're going public with this as public as a city on a hill if I make you light bearers you don't think I'm going to hide you under a bucket do you I'm putting you on a light stand now that I've put you there on a hilltop on a light stand here's the only thing left to do shine Jesus begins uncovering their identity but then he goes on to share with them number two and I'm done their responsibility alright I've told you who you are you are salt and light now let me tell you what to do and that is shine it's in verse 16 when I was a boy I had a Sunday school teacher some of you all remember her her name was Louise Lewis she's Eunice Andrews and Liz Porter's mother and, uh, and she was my Sunday school teacher and she made sure that one of the first verses that I knew by heart was Matthew chapter 5 verse 16 let your light so shine before men that they may see your good works and glorify the father which is in heaven did you hear that let your light so shine before men graduates you have reached a goal you have conquered another challenge you have a degree or another one God didn't just let you do that for your own benefit or for snob value or for, bring, or for bragging rights or just to hang on your wall the most expensive paper that you'll ever touch no it's a gift and the Bible says each of you should use whatever gift you have received check this out to serve others we are all called to serve with the gifts we've been given there are people to serve. I say it all the time. There's hungry folks to feed. There's hurting people who need comfort. There are children who need tutors. There are young men who need relationship with older godly men. There are young ladies who need to see what holy women live like. There are lives to be saved. There are people to encourage. There are college campuses to shift. There are classrooms to transform. There are students to impact. So let your light shine. Jesus gives the command, let your light shine before men. This is, not, this is not to say that we should do what we do to be seen. But when we are seen doing what we do, it should bring glory to God. Right? We don't give to be seen, but we should be seen giving. We don't praise God in the sanctuary to be seen, but we should be seen praising God in the sanctuary. We don't help others to be seen, but we should be seen helping others. We're not trying to live right to be seen, but we should be seen at least trying to live right. This is not to say that we have to live our lives by what makes others happy, but Jesus is clearly saying we should live our lives in a way that brings God glory. Serve. Jesus says they'll see your good works. John, uh, John 1, 18 and 1 John 4, 12 clarify that no man has ever seen God. I don't care who wrote a book saying I've seen God. I don't care what the claims are. The truth is these bodies cannot handle it. Moses tried it. Y'all remember that? He said, Lord, I want to see you. Show me your glory. And God said, listen, Moses, 
I'll let you see my goodness. I'll even let you in on my real name. But I can't show you my face because you couldn't handle it. Tell you what I'll do. I will hide you in a rock and after my glory passes by, I will cover you with my hand until I pass by. And after I pass by, I will remove my hand and let you see my back. But you can't look at my face because nobody can see my face and live. Nobody has seen God, period. But they will see your good works. They can't see God, but they can see us. And when they see us, they are to see proof that God is real and his glory is awesome. It's like the wind. Nobody has seen the wind. You can't tell me what wind looks like. If I ask you to draw me a picture of the wind, you couldn't. Nobody sees the wind, but if I ask you to draw a leaf on a tree, you've seen leaves. You've seen trees. You know they're real. And the fact that you've seen leaves do what they do, you've seen proof that the wind is real. You can't see the wind, but every time it blows, you see the leaves dancing. When the wind blows, you hear it whistling because of the trees. The leaves and the trees are proof that the wind is real. Likewise, when people see our lives, they ought to see that God is real. When they look at us, they ought to see what God can do. The songwriter Clay Evans from Chicago, he wrote it like this. It is no secret what God can do, what he's done for others. He'll do for you. So here is the conclusion of the matter. Graduates, shine on. Keep shining. Would you look at somebody but six feet from them? and tell them shine on graduates do justice love mercy walk humbly and shine on speak up for those who can't speak for themselves and shine on judge fairly and shine on defend the rights of the poor and needy this is bible and shine on Kingston go win that medal and shine on. Go teach our children and shine on. Go treat our sick, doc. Go find that cure and shine on. And when they ask you how you did it, you tell them to God be the glory for the things he has done. With his blood he has saved me. With his power he has raised me. To God be the glory for the things he has done. All I'm trying to tell you to do is to shine on. Let the church say amen. Amen. Come on, Reverend Jackson. Present the gospel and offer the, offer the invitation.
What an awesome word. Come on, let's thank God for that word again. Amen. And the Bible teaches me something about the word. The Bible teaches me that faith cometh by hearing and by hearing the word of God. And if you've heard the word of God on today and, and you want to make a decision to live for Jesus, now is the time. If you're in the building and God has pricked your heart to come and join the Christian band, why don't you come? If you're in the building and you want to make a decision to live for Jesus, just put your hand up in the air and someone will come and take your information. And if you're online watching us today and you've made a decision that you want to change and you want to be a light, amen, for God, put in the comments section that you want to be saved. Contact the church. Someone will contact you if you want to be saved today by the hearing of the word of God. Why don't you come? And if you're here today or at home and God has called you to be a part of this part of his family, the Mount Calvary Nation, why don't you come? You can put your hand up in the air if God has called you to be a part of this ministry, great ministry. Put your hand up in the air. Why don't you come? Come on, let's thank God for that mighty word. The deacons will be at the back door uh, for anyone that's in the building um, that are wanting to give. Uh, but if you're online and giving, we have two ways to give. You can give by Givelify, tap, give, and you're done. Or you can give by Cash App. That's dollar sign M-T-C-A-L-M-B-C. Or you can drop it off at the church. The deacons will be here for about an hour after service. And you can put your offering in their glove-covered hands. And you don't even have to get out of your cars. And we do thank you and bless you for your continued generosity. And for those that are in the building right now, after the benediction, the ushers will direct you out and Mountain Media will ha have a video for those that are watching. Amen? Amen. Let us stand. This church membership certificate is presented to Ruby Pope in recognition of her successful completion 
of the prescribed requirements for full membership in the Mount Calvary Missionary Baptist Church that entitles her to all rights, benefits, and privileges of this fellowship this 11th day of July, 2021. Congratulations and welcome officially. Yes, you got it, Rip. Amen. Let us prepare to go home. After the, the benediction, the ushers will direct you out of here. Amen. Now unto him that is able to keep you from falling and to present you faultless before the presence of his glory with exceeding joy. To the only wise God, our Savior, be glory and majesty, dominion and power, both now and forever. Let the church say amen. Amen. Thank you for your continued generosity. Your financial contributions help to transform lives, to reveal the glory of God's kingdom. For your convenience, you can use the Giveify app on your smartphone, the Cash app, or if you're in the Dayton, Ohio area, you may drop off your contribution at the Mount Calvary Church at the address shown. Thank you for worshiping virtually with us today. We look forward to being able to worship together in person soon. Until then, in the words of Pastor Sam, just live. China.